0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Jack Bosch. Jack, are you ready to do this?
1: I am. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Jack is a real estate investor and founder of Orbit Investments. Since 2002, he's been buying and selling lots and unimproved land and has completed more than 4,000 transactions. He's also a best-selling author and the host of the Forever Cash Life real estate podcast. I'm excited to have you on. Jack, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Wonderful! Thank you very much, first of all, for having me again. Um, uh, Yes, so um, I am in real estate. I've been in real estate for 16 years already. As you can tell from my accent, I'm uh, originally not from here. Even though we both live in the same city in Phoenix, Arizona, (laughs) Uh, I am. I came here from Germany. Actually, I came from Germany in 1997. Uh, Long story short, fell in love with a country. Fell in love with a wonderful young lady. Who is not from the U.S. herself? She's from Honduras, Central America. My wife Michelle and um, she can, and we and we basically decided to stay here in the U.S. We like it here. We love it here. We're both American citizens now. And uh, through a process, through a pretty elaborate process of getting the green card over fa- five and a half years of working for companies and things, we realized that this employee life is not what we were looking to do. We were sick and tired of it to be to be actually. Um, I don't know if we are like R-rated or if we are like <laughs> family-friendly here, but uh, but I'm, I'm gonna keep it family-friendly. But they can't imagine the. I, I'm gonna. I was really not happy in my job. Let's put it that way. And uh, and so we looked around. We were just like this cannot be it. There must be another way to live life. And uh, and we found real estate. Dabbled in all kinds of different things unsuccessfully, and finally found our method of. Real estate investing, which is really something that almost nobody else does, which is uh, we, de- we stumbled into land flipping. So we flip land like other people flip houses just without the houses, right? So you can do everything with land that you can do with houses. You can wholesale it, you can retail it, you can do seller financing with it and create cash flow from it, which most people don't even think is possible. You can split them, you can uh, do. Uh, you can rezone them. You can you can do uh, an unlimited amount of things with uh, with low cost pieces of land that you can buy on top of it because there's not, almost no competition. You can pick them up for literally five to twenty five cents on the dollar.
0: Got it. Okay, so you guys decided corporate America, just the rat race, is not for us. Let's 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 research real estate. You 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 got into it. You you explored a couple of different avenues and then you found your niche so to speak right. which is which is land flipping it can have been an easy thing how did you, how, you, you you just tried it and you're like oh this is pretty cool you said there's not well, a lot of people doing it
1: well there's a there's a little bit of a history to it uh the um, the the first part we actually did is we we as you said we learned about real estate and uh the first thing we heard about was wholesaling. So wholesaling, houses, okay, sounded good. So we did the driving for dollars kind of thing. We drove around neighborhoods until we found houses that had weeds that were growing and windows torn, uh, broken in or boarded up and things like that. Wrote down the addresses and then uh, on a, took half a day vacation, something like that from job. Went down to the county office because none of that stuff was online back then. And, uh, and, and looked at and found the address of the people and saw, sent them a nice letter. And one of them got, uh, got answered back and accepted our offer. Well, the problem was we do n- we knew nothing about real estate, nothing, zero, uh, zil. Uh, so we 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 didn't know if it cost a thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars to rehab a kitchen or a bathroom or fix a roof or fix a foundation. So we ended up estimating everything wrong um, and, mar- and pricing this property completely wrong. And as a result, nobody wanted to buy it. So we ended up freaking out of that. Then we started looking around. We're like, okay, there's got to be another way that we can make real estate work, or, or we need to keep learning. And then we came across tax liens and tax deeds, and and we started buying some tax liens, and and soon enough they got redeemed, and we made like three dollars in interest. And we're like, okay, that can't be it right <laughs> now. And and then we're like, uh, tried to attend a tax deed auction where they sell properties where the owners haven't paid property taxes. They sell it them sell them at an auction. And we were outbid because we didn't have any money. We are just immigrants from another country, right? We started with zero here. And, and soon enough, we, we came up with one idea. And that one idea was, what if instead of going to these auctions, we contact the people who owe property taxes directly? What if we can figure out, well, we, we knew we could figure out their addresses somehow. So we worked with the counties, and then we asked them to, we took up a, a whole bunch of phone calls to get all this information, but we we got it, and then we sent them uh, send them out letters. And then to our surprise, people actually responded. But who responded was even a bigger surprise. We literally only got phone calls from people who had land.
0: <laughs>
1: and so we knew nothing about land, but, but we figured, hey, these spies owe a bunch of property taxes, they probably don't want their property anymore. It's like, it's uh, so let's just make an offer. So the first property we got, we got on contract for $400 and it was worth like 8,000. And we're like, okay, well, so far, no so, good. <laughs> so far so good. There's no bathrooms to estimate. There's no repairs to estimates. There's no kitchens to rehab. There's no roofs to repair. There's no foundation issues here. So if it's worth 8,000 and we have it under contract for 400, well, we should be able to sell it for a little more. So we go up there to the property I put the sign for for, owner, for sale by owner on the sign of the, on the property It was a small town in Northern Arizona, uh, Snowflake, if you happen to know where it is. And, um, and we, uh, just kind of a funny name for a city in Arizona where it never snows. But anyway, um, we, we put, we put, I put the for sale by owner sign on there and literally the neighbor walks over and buys the property right there on the spot for 4,000. Wow. And, and we're like, okay, so that was easy. <laughs> Let's do that again. So we did it again, and the next deal we bought for four hundred, for five hundred dollars, sold for ninety five hundred dollars. And then we started buying properties and flipping properties left and right. And soon enough, we're like, why even bother with houses? You have to go see them. Somebody has to go see them. You have to go estimate repairs. You have to deal with contractors. You have to deal with mortgages. You have to deal with appraisers with 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 uh, mold with uh, with all these different things. With land, you don't have to deal with anything of that, because if you can get them cheap enough, you have so much margin of error, so much buffer in there, that even if you make some mistakes, you're still going to make a bunch of money. Got and it. that was how we came across. It was pure coincidence. And, and if somebody would have told us, hey, land, don't people don't do land. Well, luckily we didn't know. And because we didn't know, we just discovered a method that literally almost nobody knows in the country, and where is there is to this day, almost no competition.
0: And that's been how many, well, you've, you've done thousands and thousands of deals. So We've that's, done
1: over 4,000 deals now in 16 years.
0: Got it. And still nobody's caught on.
1: <laughs> yeah, very few people. Even now now we're even teaching it. We're we're even sharing this with other people. And uh, now there's a bunch of people that also do this. But there's 3,007 counties. And right now, based on my estimate, there's perhaps now a few hundred people who do this all over the United States. Uh, we'll do this overall in the entire United States. That means there's like one person for every six counties or seven counties. So it's really no competition.
0: That yeah, fascinating. Okay. Why do you suppose that is, is it, is it, it's just confusing. It's not obvious, like being a traditional real estate agent. What,
1: yeah, what- I think it is, comes from a very good question. I think it comes from multiple points of view. The first point of view is that, um, like you look at the television shows, Flip This House and those kind of things. Right. They would be pretty boring if they have flipped this land. <laughs> they don't do anything to the land, right? So so as a result, the, the subject matter is less exciting than other subject matters, but not less profitable. I mean, and I'm with Warren Buffett on that. He says business should be boring. And I love our business to be somewhat a little bit, in a good sense, boring, because I don't want to deal with hassles and with surprises and with, Uh, cost overruns and with contractor issues and things like that I just want to buy something for a thousand dollars and go sell it for ten right and 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 have very little issues in the middle and and so on so but but because that's not sexy most people uh, have not been pointed towards it because what's being shown on television is all the sexy stuff and um, and then secondly there's this myth around there that land is risky land is expensive Land takes a long time to make money with, and most importantly, land doesn't cash flow. So everyone, even friends of mine that I know very well, wrote a, a friend of mine wrote a book about real estate in the very first chapter. He says, stay away from land. And I was just like, dude, what are you writing? Because it's uh, but it, it makes sense because it makes sense in the following way. When people talk about land, they talk about the downtown five acres that are worth ten million dollars. They talk about the plot, the plot where they're going to put in the new baseball stadium or football stadium that is, that is super valuable. They talk about land development, which takes a long, long time. You have to deal with the cities and all this kind of stuff. And they talk about the fact that land does, the banks don't like to lend on land, uh, so you, it's a hard, have a hard time getting a loan on it. And they talk about that if you own land and land bank and sit on land for 10, 20 years, you have to pay property taxes every year. And all of those things are true. But that is not what we're focusing on. what we're focusing on are the properties that are worth ten to a hundred thousand dollars, where most people already own them for in clear, where most people have owned them for generations and they're sick and tired of owning them they don't want to have them anymore, and where also where there's where we're not going to develop a subdivision on where we're not going to hold on to them for many years. We're just flipping them we're buying them from people who own them free and clear don't want them anymore we're getting them for five to 25 cents on a dollar and then we're flipping them right away we actually don't even need to buy them we can do an assignment we can do a double closing those kind of things and we flip them right away and then we give them to somebody who then eventually is going to put one house on there for themselves or who's going to create an rv uh, put 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 his own rv on there if it's a more rural area or who is just going to hold on to it because it's in the path of growth? So we're looking at a completely different profile of land, and more than anything, we don't hold on to it. And by offering installment sales, a sale of financing, we become the bank, and we allow other people to pay us. So we make them cash flow while not not sitting on them ourselves. So we we're, so it's a completely different approach. But what most people think of land is that other way of looking at land, which is the much, much more involved and expensive and, and long-term and so on. This exists, but it's not what we're, what we're dealing with.
0: Got it. Well, I think that all those variables that you just laid out for why people don't do it make a lot of sense. And you touched on the cash flow piece, and I, I would like it if we could dig into that a little bit deeper, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. Uh, so so in essence, uh, land, yes, when you hold on land to land, uh, it doesn't cash flow. Like I – we, we – I have some land, like one of the kinds of pieces of land that we focus on. We focus on three kinds of properties. One is infill lots that the builders are interested in buying right away. One is, um, is, is properties right in the outskirts of town where the city is growing towards. So like a couple of miles outside of the city, uh, they're cheaper than in the city, but they're, they're going up in value over the years because the city comes closer and closer. And the third one is properties more in the rural areas. Now uh, the infill lots are usually cash sales because the builders just buy them and then they go get to go to their standard bank get a loan and build a house and go sell it. The loan, the properties in the outskirts of town are sometimes being purchased by people, or often being purchased by people who um, who want to live a little bit further outside the city. They want more space. They want a couple of acres. They want they want some more privacy, and um, or they're about ten years away from retirement and they want uh they don't have much money so if they don't have much money and they realize let's say they live in an in an expensive city and they want to be close to that city but they don't they know once they're retired they can't afford the rent they can't afford if they live sometimes they live in a mobile home they can't even afford the lot afford the lot rent so they're looking for a, a way that they can have a decent retirement so in this case they might they, they look outside the city where prices are lower And where they can, perhaps over the next 10 years, buy a property, pay it off in installments and monthly payments over the next 8 to 10 years, and then in 8 to 10 years, they they own a free and clear piece of land, and then they either put a little house on there or put a mobile home on there, and they can actually retire with dignity. Well, a lot of these people, a lot of these kind of buyers, they don't have the cash to pay you $40,000 for a piece of land. Now, you buy this property's worth, let's say... $50,000 $50,000 or $45,000 you got it on the contract for $6,000 and now you're putting it out there selling it for 40 grand well they want to buy it because it fulfills other criteria but they don't have $40,000 so they what do they do they cannot go to the bank because banks don't like to lend on land so they require an alternative creative way of being able to to buy these properties and that's what we offer to them and we offer it to them as seller financing. So in essence, we do two things. We either sell these properties for cash, meaning this property is worth 45, dollars We might sell it for 22000 half price for $22,000 in cash. Or we, we sell it for $40,000 for seller financing and perhaps a $6,000 down payment. So they have built some nest egg. They, they pay you $6,000 down, which by the way, happens to be exactly what you paid for the property. So, you paid for the property six. When you sell it, you get back six. So, now you are, have all your money back. And now they're making, let's say, $500 a month payments for the next eight to 10 years to pay this property off. So, in essence, what happens is they have essentially created, you have essentially created pure cash flow from land, which most people think you can't do, uh, pure cash flow from land for the next eight to 10 years without any tenants, toilets, termites repairs, evictions, none of these issues. And now, very simply, that's what you do. And you do, you just, you do 10 of those a year and you've filled up 3000 to $5,000 a month, which for most people is already enough to pay for their rent or mortgage, to pay for their car payment, to pay for their insurance, to pretty much pay for most of their basic costs in their life.
0: Fantastic, I love it. All right, so I'm listening to the show. I think this seems like a pretty good idea. How do I get started?
1: Uh, well, I mean, you get started we have we are now we now teach this I mean the simplest way that we do it uh are, are you asking how people can get a hold of us? or are you asking more like on the steps on how to do this
0: yeah let 's uh, let 's talk the steps first and okay. then and yeah, then yeah, how absolutely. they can engage with I'll you
1: I'm more, more than happy to cover some of the steps. so what we do is the first thing you do is you select an area now the nice part about this technique is because it 's land you actually don't there 's nothing to inspect i mean there's no roof to inspect to see if it has leaks. There's no uh, foundation issues. There's none of that stuff. So as a result, for the last ten years, nobody in our company has gone out to actually look at the at the properties that we've bought, and many of our buyers don't even go to see them because you can look at all of that through Google Maps and Google Earth, and the county have websites and called GIS, geographical information systems, and you can see all that stuff that way. So. As, as a result of that, you can do this anywhere in the country from anywhere in the world. As a matter of fact, we have one German student that actually, a Swiss guy, he lives in Switzerland. He has done 35 deals in the U.S. already in the last year without ever having been in the United States of America.
0: Wow.
1: So, uh, so literally, because you can do everything remotely. And... Um, so the w- first thing you do is you select an area. And as I said, we focus on these three kind of lots. So you want to focus on usually a bigger city in the United States and then either go for the infant lots in the city or the more uh, the, the land, the un- undeveloped land in the outskirts of town, anywhere between like one and 10 miles outside of the city is usually where we like to be. Um, and the third way is also rural, rural large acreage. like. A lot of people, like anytime I go speak somewhere, I ask the question, who would like to have their own ranch? And about half of the room is the outdoors kind of people, and the other half are the indoors people, right? I call them. So the outdoors kind of people, they love going hiking, camping, and they would love to have a 10, 20, 40 acre parcel that they could that they could call their own. And they could put the friends around, they can they can go do some uh, target shooting if they want. I mean, they can do anything they want on these properties. So these are the three properties we focus on. So you want to focus on an area anywhere in a country where you're, there's like some growth going on and where there's some properties uh, where, where, there's, where there's enough, um, basically, a bigger city and uh and where you can go either the infillats or in the outskirts of town or in the more rural areas and when rural then you want to be somewhere where it's actually where there's some attractiveness so don't go into northern nevada desert because there's it's the next city is like six hour drive or five hour drive away there's nothing there and it's not even pretty right so nothing against nevada but i've been up in the desert it's not pretty and and so Instead, you look. let's say, let's look at Atlanta. Atlanta has like rolling hills outside of the thing. You go out an, a, a mountain an hour, two hours away from the city, and you're like in beautiful forested mountain areas with lakes and rivers and things like that. And that's where people want to escape to in the weekends and have a bunch of acres. North Carolina, South Carolina, I mean, Tennessee, even, even Wisconsin for that matter, or Minnesota has like 10,000 lakes or something. This is all interesting stuff to buyers. If you already go outside the city, but then again, in the ups- so once you do that, you pick your area. Then what you do? There's data services as well as the counties that you can get lists from. Then we go filter those lists down by certain. We go by certain criteria. So we like to we like people that live out of state. We like people that own properties for a certain amount of time, and we like properties of certain sizes and so on. And it's and then um, you then send them a letter. Now we have, we have developed a, a, a letter that literally gets people. Uh, and if you, those in the housing area might probably think this is even exaggerated, but it's, it's not, uh, you get anywhere from a five to a 20% response rate on that letter. Well, wow. And that is because again, because we're dealing in a market where there's no competition and what we have really focused on is on the people that don't want their properties anymore, by the way by now, we have well advanced from the tax delinquent properties. We're no longer just focusing on those because we realized that four out of five deals that we actually have done had no back taxes. So sometimes you couldn't get a certain list and you could, you just reached out to people and they're like, they still were willing to sell these properties. So soon we realized after starting this that, that only one out of five has back taxes. So it's like, there's no reason to focus on only on tax delinquent ones. As a matter of fact, there's five times as many or four times as many properties out there that the owners are diligently paying property taxes yet. They still don't want this property. So therefore we now focus just on land under hundred thousand dollars in value uh, with and a few more criteria like that. And then we sent them a what well, our letter the letter that we basically split tested uh, tested, changed ad- adjusted for like dozens of time until we finally got to a letter that gotten that was res- uh, that ever since has gotten that response rate. And um, so you send them that letter, they call you back. And uh, when they call you back, you can outsource that too. you have, uh, you can do that with a call center, or you can have somebody else take the calls for you. Uh, but then they call you back, you have a nice conversation. And then you do a little bit research on the properties, you just find out what value, what's the value of the property, and then you go make them an offer. And again, our offers, they need to be low because we don't want to offer market value. If you offer market value, we don't we can't make any money. We don't offer even close to market value because sometimes, in order to sell these properties quickly, you want to offer them at a discount. So we have we, we want to make offers from five to twenty-five cents on a dollar. We have like a sliding scale for that. And then and then once they accept the offer, we immediately go start marketing the property and we market them online. Like free websites: Zillow, Trulia, Landwatch, Redfin uh, Facebook for that matter. Um, and, and we have developed a methodology to more than anything, improve the listing. Like when you list a property, particularly a piece of land, what you're actually selling is not the piece of land. What you're selling is a dream, what you're selling is like when you sell a house, you sell a house, right? Yes, you sell a somewhat of a dream for the family and so on. But people are looking for four bedroom, three bath, three bath house or three bedroom, two bath house in a certain school district and things like that. But with a piece of land that most people don't really need right, to survive, uh, a house you need, you need. Otherwise you sleep out on the street, but done um, right. with a piece of land, you want to build a dream and it's not hard at all. We have done 4,000 deals and some of our students right now we've given inducted one of our students into our, we have a hall of fame that literally has done 65 deals in the last six months. Right? So, uh, in those, uh, in, when you, when you list the property, we have developed a methodology to really show them what the dream is. Like if you're, if you're having a rural property, that has nice trees and things that are in there. Sell it to a hunter. Sell it to somebody that wants to go uh, the RV dream, right? And and you, you talk to your buyer. If it's an Infilot, talk to your talk to your builder, right? If it's a property in the, in the path of growth, talk to a financial investor. Talk about how XYZ person perhaps or how the city is planning development in that area. Go to the city, get your 30-year development plan. Every city has a 30-year development plan that shows you what you're planning to do. It's not hard, it's just very simple things that you put together and you put in your listing and you basically make a case and you tell your people, hey listen, the city is estimated to grow by 50,000 people in the next five years, all the growth seems to be going on the west side of town, this property is on the west side of town, it's three miles out from the city, it's prime located to capture that growth and you can get it now for $40,000 and chances are it's gonna be worth much more down the road. Well, that's an interesting proposition. But if you look at Zillow, what most land realtors do, they put a picture of a piece of dirt up there and they put a two-liner on there, which is gonna sell quicker. And it's obviously ours is gonna sell way quicker. So we've developed a listing that has proven to literally sell properties in a matter of like two days in many cases. And now you got the perfect combination. you got these properties that you can buy for cheap, you can sell them cheap, you can sell them cash, have financing, and you can, again, you make the same or better profits than the house people do just without the hassles of the houses.
0: That is great stuff. Well, Jack, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: All right, so my difference-making tip would be the following. Um, and it's more than anything, it's a question back to the listener. And the question is, Uh, what are you ready for right now? So for example, when I started out, we, even a simple wholesale for houses was too complicated for me because I didn't know anything about real estate. So I backed out of the deal. I freaked out, backed out of the deal. Michelle and I, my wife and I, we freaked out, backed out of the deal and uh we haven't done uh and and so we, have, we then we didn't touch houses afterwards because we were kind of too scared of them now fast forward fifteen years we just in addition to our land flipping, we now also buy apartment complexes we just put one hundred and forty seven a, a unit seven a seven and a half million dollar apartment complex under contract uh with all kinds of compli- not complication but complexities that sixteen years ago I would have been screaming running the other way. <laughs> But today, because my confidence, my capability, my courage have all gone up because now I know I've done deals. I know how to do deals. I've come across deals with complications. I've grown. We now bought houses. We own 50 rental houses. We own this thing. There's nothing against houses. Just land is simpler, right? And so my message is, the difference-making message is that when, you, if you're a beginning real estate investor, there's lots of different ways that you can get started in real estate. What you need to find is a way that matches where you are right now. So that matches your, your level of, of, of knowledge, that matches your level of, of, of courage, that matches your level of, of confidence in yourself and your, and your abilities. And for me, it was very easy because back then, because I had none of these three, I had no cap- capabilities, no <laughs> knowledge, and no no, no courage. So land was the one that was easy to get to because 400 bucks on the first deal, I realized, okay, it's not going to break the bank if I lose 400 bucks. I knew I wouldn't lose it because it was 8,000. I mean, the worst case scenario, I knew I would sell it for like a 1,000 and we sold it for four, right? So... And that built a lot of courage and that built a lot of uh, confidence and built also some capability because we went through it. So the difference making tip is very simply know yourself, ask yourself, what are you ready to do right now? And then match that up to the method that to all the methods that you find out there and go with the method that is uh, the simplest for the results that you want to get. Um, and that matches your level of, uh, of confidence and courage and things like that right now.
0: I think that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. Jack, thank you so much for coming on the show. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you?
1: Well, wonderful. Well, as you mentioned, uh, we have a podcast uh, that's called the Forever Cash uh, Life Real Estate Podcast. So it's about, uh, because at the end of the day, we talk about. Well, cash flow and cash flow. Even though we're flipping land, we're still flipping it for cash flow, right? So we love cash flow. So it's the Forever Cash. It's our our term for cash flow in our family. Forever Cash Live podcast uh, you can listen to. We also um, have uh, you can find out more videos and about uh, of, of how to yeah get more information about how we do this under landprofitgenerator.com landprofitgenerator.com. And lastly, we have a Facebook group called the Forever Cash Club. So you just search for Fabricash Club and um, you uh, can join that Facebook group and a lot of our students are hanging out there and doing deals left and right and reporting deals literally on a daily basis. Well,
0: that's awesome. And Savage Nation, um, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jack your appreciation and share today's show, the friend who also appreciates good ideas, check out the podcast, check out the website, check out the group on Facebook, and I'll list those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Jack.
1: Thank you very much.